You're listening to Customer Experience Insights. I'm your host, Scott Nagel. I lead our consultant program here at Genesis as part of our influencer marketing team. On October 19th, 2021, Genesis issued a press release with the headline, Consumers to Businesses, Your Customer Service is Trying Too Hard and Not Where It Matters. It went on to describe a recent Genesis study that reveals the disconnect in what experiences consumers want and what businesses deliver. I had the pleasure of interviewing Claire Beatty and Janelle Deacon from Genesis and asked them all about this in-depth study and the fascinating results. Here's our conversation. Well, hey, I'm excited to have both of you here. Before we get into the topic, can you tell us about yourself and your role at Genesis? And we'll start with you, Janelle. Well, hey, Scott from Normal, Illinois. Um, About myself, I'm a mom of two. I love a great story. I have a couple decades of experience in in customer experience across IT, sales, consulting product, and, and now marketing, still learning more every day. Uh, My current role, I have a blast leading the content marketing team here at Genesis. That's comprised of thought leadership, content, value consulting, as well as our customer advocacy and engagement team. Fabulous team of brilliant people, Claire being one of them. All right. Thank you. And Claire? Hi, thank you, Scott. I'm Claire Beatty, uh, Senior Director of Thought Leadership um, in the Content Marketing Team, led by Janelle. Um, I am heading up all of the research projects, the big research studies that we do with our customers, with CX leaders worldwide, and also with consumers to track the trends in the industry and where we're heading in the future. Fantastic. I know we've had you on a couple of times, but just in case listeners hadn't met you yet, So today we're talking about the State of Customer Experience Report, which, wow, when I looked at the whole final report, which is online, it's just, it's beautiful, easy to navigate, some great, great information there. So tell us what it is and why we did it. Yeah, um, this is really a flagship report for us. We first did the research, the State of Customer Experience, um, we launched in 2018, and really looking at what consumers worldwide are saying about the experiences they're receiving, and then asking business leaders, on the other hand, like, what are you focusing on? What are your priorities? To surface some of the gaps and opportunities in the customer experience. Given the shifts that have happened, you know, in, in the preceding years, uh, we felt that now was a great time to relook at the state of customer experience and really kind of like draw a line in the sand and see what's changed and what the opportunities are for the coming, you know, five, 10 years. Very good. Well, Claire, I know it was a large study though. How many people did you actually survey for this? We surveyed just shy of 3,000 consumers and 700 CX leaders worldwide across North and South America, Europe, uh, the Middle East and Asia Pacific. So really, you know, good sample across geographies, you know, businesses across industries and then consumers, you know, worldwide and also all different demographics all the way up from Gen Z to baby boomers. Very good. I want to ask you what were the biggest changes you saw since you first did the study a couple of years back? I'll jump in on this one. So three things come to my mind. The first one from the consumer's perspective and and really good news, we saw improved perception uh, since 2017 of customer service really across 
most industries. Every industry improved except for retail and travel. And if you think of the timing of the study, that probably makes sense to our listeners. Retail, perhaps due to things like supply chain issues, Mm -hmm. um, availability, lockdown, travel, perhaps also due to the pandemic. So that was one that was a big shift in a positive way from the consumer point of view. The second, also not too surprising, but digital has soared and taken off uh, the number of consumers using things like messaging apps or chatbots, social media, uh, didn't just increase slightly. It it doubled since 2017. Interestingly, email also grew in popularity still. And that doesn't mean that voice is no longer popular. Actually, it still is the number one channel globally. So customer set improved, digital taking off. And I would say the third one is even though digital has taken off, it hasn't reduced the number of interactions between consumers and companies. Interaction volume is still on the rise and and that's validated also through our own Genesis Cloud CX data. Um, We've seen volumes increase really across all channels, voice included, I think partly due to the increasing availability of channels, but also to the fact that high customer expectations still continue to rise around service and and the pandemic effect of, you know, not being able to go to brick and mortar locations. So they're leveraging the means they can to reach out to companies for help. So comparing to Q2 of 2020 to a year later, we saw volumes double or more across voice, email, chat, And SMS even grew the most at almost four times as many from our Genesis Cloud CX data. Wow. Well, let me ask you this. Did you find any gaps or areas of disconnect between consumer responses and business responses? Yeah, maybe I can jump in here first. Um, One of the areas we saw a major disconnect was around consumer expectations for a first contact resolution asking consumers what they are looking for and hoping for when they reach out to customer service, what they really want, um, you know, that the conclusion of that interaction is for their issue to be resolved on the first time and not to need to to come back and, and contact them again. When we ask business leaders, what is the greatest priority for you? They'll say either it's professionalism and friendliness or to be quick and and speedy. And, you know, what we know is that speed doesn't always equate with thoroughness. So perhaps there's there's a gap there. And then really, there's actually a big gap around the effectiveness of businesses in providing that first contact resolution. Just 41% um, of our business respond say that their company is effective in providing that. So, you know, reading the other way, 60% of organizations still have a lot of progress to be made in providing a first contact resolution. Absolutely. A second gap to Scott related to another operational metric we often see in the contact center is time spent on hold. I would equate that to interaction volumes increasing. So from a consumer point of view, only 20% of them think it's acceptable to spend more than five minutes on hold. But businesses we surveyed said that between eight and 12 minutes is the more typical range. And and customers we spoke to confirmed that their SLAs are typically around three minutes, but they're not meeting that. It's been very long wait times in the past year that is impacting service as well. Oh, that makes sense. I was just thinking about how busy travel is this time of year. And 
I called an airline and it said, it's a four hour wait. We'll call you back, which they, they did. But when I got the call back, I forgot who I'd even called, but at least I didn't have to sit for four hours on hold. Personalization is a huge trend in CX. We hear a lot about it. Wanted to ask you if there was anything in the report, any findings in that area of personalization? Uh, yeah, there is. It's driving buying behavior. And I think this is interesting for contact center leaders that might be listening because oftentimes contact centers are considered a cost center in an organization, but with personalization in customer experience, it really shifts the opportunity to be more revenue generating. And so what we found in the study is that personalization is a more powerful driver of buying behavior than it was in 2017. So we asked consumers, if a company assured you a personalized experience in every transaction, how likely would you be to take actions like purchase additional items, recommend a company to a friend, spend more with companies overall. And actually about 80% of the consumers worldwide said that they would do all of the above if they had consistently a personalized experience. And this was substantially higher than it was in 2017. This wow. also actually exposes another gap though, because we asked CX leaders in the company side about how they're doing in offering personalized experiences. And only 44% say that they're confident they offer an extremely personalized experience. So there is a gap there that listeners can take on as an opportunity to really drive buying behavior in their customer service. Very good. I, you know, this might be a simple question, but when you talk about personalization, maybe the respondents had different ideas of what that means. Can you share what we mean by personalization? Sure. Go ahead. You raise a really good, I think, you know, that raises a really interesting area for discussion and one that we talk about a lot because consumers are used to seeing personalized advertising. They're used to seeing an email with their name on it, but you know, we, we think that's, you know, the tip of the iceberg in terms of the personalized experiences that organizations will be creating. Um, you know, some already are, but in terms of the opportunity of personalization to really know who the customer is, meet them on their journey, you know, provide them what they need, answer questions they didn't know they had, and above all, keep their data safe. Yes, mm-hmm. that's great. Now that just came to mind. Did the report identify what the greatest opportunities for improving the customer experience are? I mean, one of the biggest challenges that came out of the survey was the challenge of of maintaining service quality while operating aging technology. That was the number one challenge that came out. So, you know, as much as CX environments are much more technology enabled than they were a few years ago, that is still a really big challenge to deliver data and analytics, to deliver personalized and seamless experiences with siloed legacy technology. And, uh, and kind of feeding into that, another big opportunity, apart from upgrading the technology environment, is to then get smarter about the use of data and AI to bring together insights, to have deeper understanding of the customer, who they are, what their preferences are, what their intent is, and how to serve them best in the moment. So really shifting, using data and AI to move from re- reactive to more proactive. 
And if you look at the new features that organizations are investing in to enable that, we see they're most excited about technologies like predictive analytics and agent assist technology that will also obviously improve the agent experience as well as the customer experience. Two others also come to my mind at speaking of AI. Uh, we dug into sort of consumer satisfaction across all the various channels that they use. And we saw some performance issues, especially around chatbots as a focus area of opportunity. In 2017, for instance, consumers said 35% said that they were highly satisfied with their chatbots. And you would think that that would get better four mm -hmm. years later, but actually it's gone down by about 10%. So now wow. 25% say, so I think there's a lesson learned in that, that like, just don't offer a new channel for the sake of it being a new channel. You really got to dig into the experience with that channel and how you're supporting it. Now, as Claire mentioned with AI in general, we know it goes beyond chatbots, but we did see that using data and AI for understanding and back to our previous conversation around personalization is the number one strategic CX priority from the CX leaders that we, we surveyed. And then lastly, too, uh, opportunity in investing in the workforce. Obviously, employees' experience has changed over the past two years or so yeah. in, in moving to work from home. And a number of top initiatives that CX leaders are focused on are around improving that employee experience, either through more training, quality assurance, or even compliance issues. Very good. Did you get the sense that maybe technology is replacing employees with these CX teams? No, that, that didn't come through at all. We got the sense that technology is really supporting humans and consumers expect the customer experience to be more human than ever before. Um, to be more connected, uh, to be more empathetic. So we really didn't get the sense that the workforce is declining or that, you know, that, that organizations are using technology to reduce their headcount. We see technology changing the way that CX is delivered. We see it changing the, the nature of CX jobs. But actually, in the data, it came through that organizations are hiring, that actually they're growing their headcount in CX. We also have other data that shows that AI is opening up new career paths for staff. So yeah, no, we, we think that, you know, the employees are still playing a very valuable role. And actually that role is getting more interesting and complex as technology comes in. And I would add to that the use of data and AI and the ability for these technology enablers to consume all of that data and provide assistance to end employees in a way you can think of it as like machines actually helping employees provide a more human experience in listening and understanding and really uh, personalizing the solution and resolution for the end customer. So of course there's automation benefits, but I don't see it re replacing employees either. That's great. I'm sure a lot of people will be relieved to hear that. Let's shift to the future. Just are there some emerging trends that came out of this study about the future in CX? Sure are. One, we see, of course, cloud driving innovation, a continuing push to migrate to cloud. It's now not an if, it's a, a when and how, right? And, and 
to really go after the associated business outcomes and benefits. Better access to data was the number one benefit that CX leaders saw from shifting to cloud, but also benefits like security, continuous development, and ability to adopt new features. And I, I thought the security one was, was a good one that that's now a top benefit because I think some of the the companies that were hesitant to move to cloud, security was a primary reason not to, and now that's flipped. So we saw specifically 70% of those that are still using on-premises customer experience technology are now at least considering cloud, if not in process with their migration plans. I'd say another emerging trend, kind of going back to some previous points with employee experience, certainly CX leaders are catching on that you need engagement on both the customer side and the employee side, and they go hand in hand. And specifically, two of the top three challenges facing CX leaders in 2021 were related to the CX workforce in managing engagement and quality assurance. And to Claire's comment earlier, headcount is largely stable or growing. And so there's a lot of concern of, okay, like how do I scale with this with a big focus on learning and development, using tools and technology to make work more intuitive and and less heavy and administrative, as well as even engagement through gamification tools and other features that can make it fun uh, for employees to learn what's new and what's next. Claire, did you have any others here on emerging trends that that jumped out? I think that there's only one thing to add on that. And we've talked about it already. It was the number one strategic priority for CX leaders. And that's really this continuing push into data and AI. There's such a huge opportunity. Like we have all of this digitalization in the customer experience. We have all of these digital channels from which we can listen and learn and improve the experience. And so I think harnessing all of that data, bringing it together to draw out insights, to improve and optimize the customer experience and create experiences that customers didn't even dream of yet. You know, like that kind of art of the possible, I think using data and AI is the the next stage. Very good. Wow. Great, great insights. And thanks for sharing that. My final question for both of you is, do you have any final thoughts to share with our listeners? I think I'm just, just, you know, some kind of closing thoughts from me. Since we did the two surveys, the customer experience has improved. It has, you know, generally, you know, there's the odd outlier, but generally consumers are more satisfied with companies and the services they provide. They're more satisfied with their channels. So things are moving in the right direction. Um, It's also worth remembering that 70% of consumers say that a company is only as good as its service. So, you know, we are working in, in a really important area of strategic opportunity for the business. And I would just add that the research we've talked about today, check it out. It's packed with even more insights as well as company case studies to guide you even more in where you could go next. I think that there's countless opportunities for CX leaders to win as we look ahead into the next year and beyond. Uh, The paths that can be taken toward meaningful outcomes like loyalty and growth involve meeting customers where they are and how they want. It involves prioritizing customer and employee engagement and really harnessing technology as enablers for them to do both. And I think those that do will succeed and those that don't will be left behind. 
Very good. Listen, it's been great having you both on. Thanks for sharing these insights from a great study. Thanks so much. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much, Scott. It was great. All right. It was great having both Claire and Janelle on the podcast. They hit all the key points from the study. You can check out the study yourself online by going to genesis.com forward slash resources forward slash state dash of dash CX. If you have specific questions about the study or anything related to Genesis, email us at influencermarketing at genesis.com or reach out to your Genesis channel manager or account executive. Thanks again for joining us. And remember, you can follow us at your favorite podcast provider.